back. What up, what up? Welcome. Solid 7, episode 3. Trace. I was going to try and say something else in Spanish, and I had had nothing. Cuatro. That's four. But thanks for joining us. Welcome back. Hello, everyone. Hello, so, Sir Kale. How are you? Hey, buddy. I'm good. Do you actually want to f- record today? Um. Yeah, today getting, I'm feeling all right. He's getting so emotional. Um, yeah, three. no, it was funny because I actually had a headache earlier. So my wife was just like, does, does recording, does that just give you headaches? But for it's real? gone. I'm good well, to go. Well, the first one, remember you were like, ah, I'm not really in the mood. And I was excited for this. Yeah. And then episode two, you had a headache. Yeah. And now here we are. I was wondering if... You no, know. I'm I'm stoked. It's a... Do you remember like back in the day for sitcoms, if they were going to do a serious episode, it'd be like this week on a very special episode of... I mean, uh, this is a very special episode. It's not going to be particularly serious, but it is a very special episode. It is a special episode. So, Milestone, this week we crossed 100 plays on the hey. podcast. Beep, 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 beep. Um, so, that was cool in like less than 10 days, which I feel like was a bit of accomplishment. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, it's not like we're trading on our famous names or anything. Right. So, thanks to those of you who have liked and shared and Subscribed. rated and reviewed. Now, I will say, like, it's cool to make it past 100 plays, mm-hmm. but... Episode two is tracking at like half the plays of episode one, which I figure means a, a few things. Now it could mean because we were we were shorter on episode two, we were only like an hour on episode two, and episode one was like hour fifteen. So it could just mean that the people were were mad that they wanted more. So I think maybe we go two three hours today. I'm good. Think about it. I mean, they're already going to know that it won't be the case because they'll see how long this is before they or, play. Yeah. Now, or, or it could also just mean that the inevitable whittling down of our fan base to just one rock solid person has begun. Yeah. That we cut them in half and and we're well on our way. But I think the key to success is we'll just keep trugging along. We'll get to episode 50 and then we'll go, maybe we should call time. Yeah. Death. Well, and then we'll <laughs> sell the podcast to that one person that's still listening. Yeah. We'll be like, Here's 50. your mug. We'll just give yeah. it to you. So no, it's been going going good. We're having a lot of fun, and uh, now we did. I don't want to do a full like last episode. We kind of did a post mortem from episode one. Yeah, I don't care to do I, that. Every I'm not week. looking to do that. However, I did note that uh, we talked about how we didn't like share our social media, right. like our right. usernames or what's the right word to say? It's not username. Our handles. Yeah, whatever, or mm-hmm. our Patreon address. So we called it out, and then we still didn't do it. Right. We still didn't give them. And now I kind of want to make it a thing. Like, I never want to say it out loud on the podcast. I mean, if they just scroll down a little bit more in the d- details on this podcast, you'll see all that. Info. I'm just saying, we're professional marketers here. The yeah. podcast is really going to blow up because we're never going to give you our social media handles or our Patreon. But no, we're solid seven, the number podcast pretty much everywhere we are. Solid seven. So. But then if you go to search for the podcast, like in the search bar, and you type in solid number seven, it doesn't pop up. You have to actually spell out seven. Yeah, yeah. But if they're listening, they already found us. I'm not so worried about I'm that. I'm just annoyed by that. I wish both popped up. Yeah, it's all good. Anyways. But now you know how to find us and follow us and hopefully uh, give us money on Patreon. Yeah, I'd like that. And you can get a mug if you join tier three for yeah, yeah. at least yeah. a couple months. Well, let's give the people what they want and then ask for their money. Sure, sure, sure. But so, and speaking of giving people what they want, like this is, we're bringing it this episode. Top notch. We have the first ever, not counting episode zero, first ever podcast guest. What? Yeah, yeah. So uh, we decided to step things up a little bit for you and just bring in one of our absolute favorite people in the whole wide world. We love him. We know you will love him too. Our good buddy, Mike Williams. 
What up, dude? Yo, yo, yo. There he is. <laughs> now, uh, so creepy. <laughs> kind of yeah, weird. Right? Mike's uh. kind of a tough guy to introduce. I would say he is the closest thing to a re- legitimately a real life Cinderella that, uh, that I know. Um, glass slippers and all. No, no. Um, Mike, now I always screw up what state you grew up in but that's just because like all three of those southern states like alabama georgia mississippi yep. they're all the same in my head like it might as well yeah. be it's one georgia, thing right yeah yes yeah, was it georgia, georgia. so yes yeah. yeah, grew up like legit poor is that fair to say oh yeah like like Definitely. 100%. now you're one of how many kids i'm one of nine Good. I thought it was so seven. No, I knew it was nine. an odd so number. Parents. I thought it was seven. I'm too. clearly very invested in your life story. <laughs> one, one of nine. In the stories from Mike's childhood, we've known Mike for quite a while. We used to all three of we, us. We used to to work together, <laughs> um, and then Mike sold out and moved away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean, you did. I, I mean, two kind. Well, I sold out and stayed though. <laughs> I sold out and stayed. Um, I'm still over here alone and so, dying. And- like Sad. it's, it's okay. but it, I, it's always been funny for me, Mike, when we're hanging out with other people and they like talk about being broke or poor. Yeah. When, but but when you know they're like solidly middle class and you're sitting oh, there yeah. and I'm like, tell me more about how how poor and hard you have it. Uh, Mike has the craziest dad in the world, and I just want to be yes. his best friend. Um, yes. cra- so uh, we came up. How long have we known you? When did you come down to Florida? So I moved down to Florida in 2006, Gosh. 2006, so, so 14 years. And I've known you here. like all that, all that time. So I've I moved yeah. out yeah. of Florida yeah. in 05. So I missed him when yeah. you Yeah. So you missed a little bit at the start. So Mike and I are, are mm-hmm. much closer sure. than you are with Mike. We're much better friends because <laughs> I've got the extra time. In. Were you in his yeah. wedding party? Because I was in his wedding party and then he was in my wedding party. Um, I believe so. I was in the party and emceed the ceremony. Thank yeah. you very much. Or the, uh, the reception. Thank you very much. You yeah. were in the wedding That's party? Right. Was I? No, you weren't. Or did I just MC? Yeah. You might have just MC. I think MC, but let's be honest, MC, MC is the greater honor, yes. I think. Yes. Everybody knows yeah, that. Uh-huh. I yeah. had a speaking part. You know what I'm saying? You were just an extra, bro. Yeah, but I met some cool people on the, so, on the female side. So Mike moves Mike moves down to uh um Mike moves down to Florida and uh to attend this like um like I don't know, like as on the, commission program, yeah, yeah, on the job by I'm like I'm trying to explain it to somebody who wouldn't know what that is, which yeah. is most yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Um and just kinda kinda works his way up. And I mean there's some peaks yeah. and valleys there, and we don't need to go through all of it. Yeah. But I mean, le- <laughs> legit came from nothing to become yeah. uh this awesome pastor on staff at the church mm-hmm. where we all work together. Um, and now is a, a senior youth pastor at a church in I keep wanting to say New York, but it's Pennsylvania. Yeah. Pennsylvania, yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, much like those three states in the South, the Northeast, kind right. of all one state to me. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah definitely. 100%. Um, so, so he abandoned you us. my father. Yes. You mentioned you mentioned my father. I have to tell a story. Uh, I'd be disappointed if he didn't. <laughs> Just one, real quick. So uh, my dad, uh, do you remember his name? I don't. Uh, oh, man. It starts with an E. Right. No, My dad's name is Melvin. I was close. <laughs> dude, Melvin, right. Can we just Melvin. talk about how awesome that is right from the jump? Melvin. 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 Who is, dude, Melvin who is, Williams. Who is named he, Melvin? He's 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 a gangster and I love him. But uh so my dad was uh just I can't even explain how he felt about everybody else out there besides our family, but he swore up and down everybody out there was just after us in some type of way. So 
um, uh, something. It didn't matter. So he would set booby traps <laughs> anywhere in our yard, like, so we could we could prevent people from just entering our yard. Can you, like anything can you, you could think of. Tell us what kind of what kind of booby traps, like tripwires, so, um, <laughs> claymores. <laughs> None of that. Uh, but he did one time take a nail or a number of nails, put them through a piece of piece of wood or a piece of plywood. He then put that plywood under the ground, under the ground, uh-huh. like dug up a little bit of the dirt so that the piece of wood would hide, but the nails would stick up. That's and awesome. if you walked to a certain part of our certain area of our yard, you walked on. I stepped on one of those nails. It was horrible. Oh, but wow. that's not that's not the story I'm telling. So he somehow like rigged a razor to be right on our gas tank to where when you would twist the the the, the tank knob to open it, the razor would just cut you as you did it. Wow. So my sister, as my one sister. Does. Yeah, my, my sister went to go put gas in the car. And as she went to go pe- put gas in the car, my dad's like, no, 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 no. And so she's like, what are you screaming about? And she picks her hand up and she looks at her wrist. And sure enough, oh she's bleeding gosh. everywhere. Oh, man. Those are the worst cuts. If you don't feel it initially, you're going to Oh, no, yeah. So sharp. Later. And, you know, he had set up the booby trap and he knew how to move it. And she wasn't supposed to pump the gas. It was horrible. But, you know, she's fine. My sister's good. She's good. You know? <laughs> it builds character. Now, yeah, yeah dad, t- dad took care of us. Th- there's zero chance your dad's ever going to hear this podcast. Is that an accurate um, statement? I mean, uh, it may be, may not. Maybe he will. I don't, think, I don't here's, think my dad will hear this podcast. Here's the thing. <laughs> Um, here's the thing, because I don't want to be on Melvin's bad side. When I say I want to be his best friend, I am not joking. I I need this man in my life, but we need to talk about the fact that, correct me if I'm wrong, if, is this fair? He does Mm -hmm. have legit crazy eyes on top of all this. Yes. So my dad is, uh, he has one lazy eye, I guess. I don't even know how to explain it, but it is, is, yes. But like the dude from Mr. Deeds, crazy eyes. (laughs) With the pizza? <laughs> so, like, just envision the man that we're describing, this personality, and then these eyes. What's his name? Steve Buscemi yeah, if, or something? Yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to say that, sure. Like, yeah, he's got he's got the eyes. He's got the the scary eyes. But yeah, I've right. met him, I think, exactly. I feel like I know him because of your stories. I've met him, yeah. I think, exactly one time at your wedding. Yes, I'm um, already here. Yeah. He, he was actually pretty reserved. He's a, a, yeah. lo- a lovely guy and, of course, yeah, raised a lovely back, family. Too. And, like, yeah. you're not the only one that made it. Like, one in nine. Like, your siblings all, I think, were doing pretty good. And, yeah, they're like, doing your awesome. parents yeah, certainly did right. something right. So, yeah, definitely yeah, not trying definitely. to take anything mm-hmm. away from them. But, yeah. Mike literally has the story, like, d- duplicated of the blind side of the movie. Like, that's also <laughs> your life, which is hilarious. Yes. Well, there was no Sandra his- Bullock involved. Well, yeah, there but was no Sandra Bullock. Kinda, but, <laughs> almost. But, <laughs> but and his and his um his uh what did it say his uh his dad's real last name or his mom's real last name was Williams, so his name was Michael Williams. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like it's your your alternate so, yeah. universe. Yeah, could have been you. Now, in in addition to being uh, this little Cinderella story and this awesome accomplished pastor, now uh, little known fact, you are also the musical artist known as uh, Perrier. Yeah, or puree, puree, puree. It's just <laughs> Pedro. Just pe- how do we say it, Mike? Perry, Perry. Perry. That's our okay. middle name, right? Perry. Now we're yeah, middle name. very obviously giving you a bit of a hard time, but we need to talk about yeah. how you've chosen to spell this. Because <laughs> oh it, yeah, let's talk about that. It does not look like <laughs> it sounds. Please spell this for the listeners. Okay, Perry is spelled P-E-R-E-E. <laughs> but there's like an a, an accent or an apostrophe in there somewhere, right? Yeah, I put that there just so because it, it looks cool. Okay, but that that but might be yeah, right. Yeah, no, did you hear about the keyboard debacle he had? 
You didn't hear about this? <laughs> no. This is amazing. So he he launches his his music world, right? You yep. drop the track. Mm-hmm. But yep. then when trying to tell people to find it, he used the Russian R, which is backwards. <laughs> But so like you couldn't find it even if you used the American R. So it would not pop up on certain platforms. So then he has a whole, I remember on his Instagram story, he had like, you know, although like you can see how many clips are in the story, he had like to do so of how to install yep. the Russian keyboard on your iPhone yeah. to, to be able to find his music. That and then is, he ended up going back into Spotify and that iTunes. Is, and yeah. Fan. Fantastic. Because it, it looked horrible. cool with the backwards R. I love it this did. story a lot. But it didn't, <laughs> it did. it didn't work out. It so, didn't work out. And then as, this, as though this isn't enough of a resume, mm-hmm. Mike is also <laughs> known far and wide as the world's worst like movie and entertainment critic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's I'm getting Inception better. was not good. I don't believe here's what's funny is part of the problem is that Mike loves everything. Yeah. Everything. So even the the garbage, Mike will be like, it was fun. I loved it. But on the rare occasion when he does hate something, it's almost guaranteed to win an Oscar. <laughs> Yes. I'm trying to think of another movie that we were in the office. Like we would have these long drawn out huge arguments and everyone is against Mike. Literally Mike is one versus 20 people just losing and we're all berating him and punching him in the face. Yep. But like what I can't remember one of the movies you were like, this movie was terrible. It was not good. And we were like, Mike, you are insane. Passion of the Christ was great. <laughs> like I can't I can't think of Passion of the Christ because uh, Easter. But um there there is a movie you were in, like in, you liked Inception. Did you like Inception? I, I liked Inception, yes. There were things about it I didn't like, but, I, but oh, overall I liked it. So what are you into now? What's like can't miss that you've watched recently? Um so uh obviously um uh, WandaVision has been just, I mean, that that show, goodness gracious. You watched all of it? So good. Yeah, me and my wife watched every bit of it. So we were... Did you on binge it at one time or did you time. wait week to week? No, no, we watched, we waited week to week. Nice. Week to week, just... I think maybe the last week we waited and we had two episodes to watch. But man, it's that show. I loved it. it. Crazy. Now, are you guys like pro or anti the serializing? Like you got to wait for the episode. It's not, they're just not just dropping the whole thing at one time. Um, I was against it when they first, like when whatever, the Mandalorian, I think was the first Disney plus show when they're like, Hey, we're gonna do it week to week. Yeah. I was against it. Cause I was used to the Netflix formula of just, yeah. I can sit and watch the entire season tonight, but right. that was cool and awesome. But then once I got into the Disney plus groove, you had Mandalorian, a couple of the, the Imagineering show, you had several shows that were coming out week to week and it did draw like, anticipation it helped you get through your week because you're like sweet right. i have this at the end of the week um i i like it now especially with wandavision like you had something to look forward to at the end of the week and i like that now i i definitely got used to everything just being dropped everything just being there but i'm i'm back and forth it doesn't matter if i'm really into the tv show i'll wait i'll wait the week it just builds anticipation for me so i'm game with it, it doesn't bother me yeah i i just <clears> like <throat> it there used to be appointment television in life Right. Like the office comes to mind. Obviously, I don't think it's a secret here that we're fans of the office here on the Silent Seven podcast. But when the office was on TV, like you watched it that night, everybody watched it that night and you went in and everybody was talking about it the next day. Right. So it was like Mm -hmm. appointment watching in the sense that you didn't want to miss it because you wanted to be able to talk about it. And so now we've we've lost that with everything because everybody it's either, you know, DVR or it's streaming and it all drops at once and you're going to watch it when you watch it. Um 
with the exception of maybe sports, like a big sporting event. So now, like, I've kind of felt that with Mandalorian and then WandaVision, where it's like yeah. everybody's watching, everybody's watching as soon as they can get their hands on it. And so even if you're staying up or you're getting up early and watching it first thing in the morning when it drops or that evening, kind of everybody's doing it at the same time, talking yeah. about it at the same time. And I just, I think that's kind of fun. I think there's... You and I partied up on Mandalorian, right? Was it Mandalorian? We tried. Have you done the group watch on Disney Plus at all, Mike? No, I have not. I'm not done So that. it's exactly what it sounds like, right? So you pull up the show on your device and then there's a little group watch button. It's a little group of like me's from Nintendo. Okay. And yeah. you click that and you can invite people to join and watch you. And so me and Josh oh, wow. um, did that for a, a little mandate, like the first Mando. And it was awesome. Yeah, it worked. The first, the first episode of season two, I it think. It worked it was. flawlessly. Yeah. And then every thing. time after that, it was like, garbage. Like I would initiate it and it would run. Now I was doing it on an Apple TV 4K. I don't know what you were using, Same. Josh, but um, like it'd run fine for him, but it would glitch for me. Like it'd run for a few. It was like listening wow. to a skipping CD from 20 years ago. <laughs> so it was audio too, was skipping with the video cutting out. Yeah, it was just weird. It was just complete. It was completely unusable. Because me, great. it was a solid playthrough. Yeah, you kept complaining. It's a great, about it. con- great concept, but it was just right. Super glitch. But did you, Mike? Did you ever use uh, Netflix Party Watch on Xbox 360? Like back in the early, uh, later 2000s? No, I never used any of the party anything. I always wanted to, but never actually used it. Dude, I always saw it there and was like, "Ah, oh, you should do this." But it's cool, especially in a COVID world. Yeah, you think more neat. people would? I think yeah. Hulu has a party feature now. Actually. But so you liked WandaVision? Yeah, loved it. Um, from, now, did you I mean, ha- I, did you have to get like, into it, or you loved it from the jump? No, no, I, I, um, I didn't. Obviously, nobody knew what we were getting, what any of us were getting into when we watched it. But we all kind of had like a some type of a a vision, hey, hey, vision of what it was. If that makes any sense. So, oh, you know, so, you um, <laughs> so I, I was hooked from the get go. Watching the, you know. I, if it was a six or it was a fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, I can't mm-hmm. remember where they started, but I was all about it. Um, and then when episode episode four, I think is where it all yeah everything just went. Oh, that yeah. episode, man! I was, Can we talk spoilers? <laughs> Can we give a really big spoiler alert before, or do we want to just leave it like tell people to go watch? I it? think okay. So it's if, been several weeks. Yeah, if you're if you haven't watched Wandavision yet and you don't want any spoilers, stop listening right right now. We could probably in post add. This is the time you can skip to, and then you'll just hear our voice come back and <laughs> yeah, edit it. Maybe come maybe, back to this time at five minutes. Maybe and we'll put five seconds. <laughs> maybe we'll put time hacks in the show notes, or maybe you'll just have to skip ahead and cross your fingers yeah. and hope you don't land on the worst one. Right. <laughs> um. So yeah, it was awesome. How until episode one, one through three, you're just like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. Like what what are we watching? So it's like, epi- like I tried to get my mom to watch it. Cause I figured she'd like it. Uh, just right. cause, especially cause she does like grief share and she does with that. And the show is kind of all about that. This girl is going through a hard time right now. I thought she'd like the concept. And so she said she watched like episode one and just, no, she's like, man, it was weird. I didn't that like it. Surprises me. She did. She wasn't it. She- now, Mike, we've talked a little bit about our age gap here. So, uh, I just hit 40. Josh is 30. Where are you at in there? 33. So did you guys, like spend any time as kids watching like Nick at night. Yeah. So everything like, yeah. um, uh, yeah, of course I, I loved love- watching like my three sons, Mr. Ed. Yep. Uh, I'm out there. I've not seen those. I mean, that was Nick at night. Okay. My well, I watched a different Nick at night then. Like the, yeah, you might've been watching like my childhood shows on your Nick at night. I don't Probably. know. But 
So like for me, it was the old school shows like the Dick Van Dyke yep. show and the stuff that they were like kind of paying homage to. Yeah. So it's like, even though it was kind of tough to see how those would play into like the storyline, what they were doing with it, it was, they just did such a great job of honoring those shows, Dick Van Dyke and yeah. I Love Lucy and, and that mm. kind of, and even uh, Bewitched, yeah. you know, with the animated yeah. startup yeah. where I know I, I listen to a lot of people just overheard people talking about how they didn't really get that or didn't feel that vibe. And even if you take those, it's just like individual homages to those shows and these right. classic comedians that were, I mean, Dick Van Dyke still kill, killing it when you see the dude make a guest appearance and something. Um, still alive? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. Uh, I know he guessed it on Scrubs, which is an old reference. He did make an appearance in the new Mary Poppins, but yeah, he's still around and pops up here and there. Oh, good for him. Um, but I just thought they did such a great job with that. And then it was just so nice to see something that was actually fresh and original. Yeah. Like everything in television and movie right now is a reboot, a remake, a continuation. Yeah. Uh, and so just to see something that was out of the box. And I, I love that, um, you know, I hate that the, you know, COVID's done what it did to the world. Uh, but I love that it made them rethink their release schedule. Cause I love that that was first. I don't think it was supposed to be, I think it was going to be Falcon and winter soldier. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, which is, is we're a couple episodes into that now. I think episode three drops on that tomorrow. Probably. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't caught on yet for the most part, we record on Thursday nights. Um, so happy April fools. We don't really have a gag. Hey. We don't really have a gag for you, but, That's a shame. um, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was just so different. It was such a great lead in. And I thought it was a great way to bridge the gap for people who just weren't like hero movie people. Like, I think you could enjoy it even if you're not bought in, even if you haven't watched all 22, 23, 24 Marvel Universe movie, MCU movies, whatever. You could enjoy it and kind of get drawn in. Yeah. Jason's wife, Lauda, she um, had doesn't isn't really into the Marvel Universe, but she loved WandaVision. Absolutely no one listening to us knows who Jason is. But yeah, our buddy Jason, whose wife couldn't care less, actually enjoyed I the show. I didn't know I needed to <laughs> clarify her entire life history so that people would understand that sentence. Her blood type been... is... But no, WandaVision was dope. It was. A lot of, pe- a lot of people... Uh, I know a lot of people that's just unfamiliar with anything Marvel. Absolutely loved it. Got into it. And then I know people that you know started watching that and then... Went, maybe I should watch these other Marvel movies. I'm like, yeah, you should definitely watch these right. ones. So they started getting to those. But I, uh, as you were talking about, you know, how they went through the years in the first three episodes, um, I loved how, I don't remember if it was episode seven or eight or whatever episode it was, but when they showed her and her little brother as kids and they were watching those TV shows. Yeah. And that's what brought her back to that time. That I was, was like, a yeah, great, only, yeah. I mean, just, it's, it's, it's just Marvel. Like, come on. Because the I whole just, time I, you're sitting there wondering, like, how does, because obviously Wanda's yeah. creating the universe. How is she right. so perfectly articulating uh, all these, I can't remember any of the shows right. you just listed, but yeah. all of those old shows. It was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And then so, well, how and, mad were you? Sorry, go ahead. Well, as even if, as they got newer, then, I mean, there's that total, like, TGIF. Yeah. In nostalgia. Of, you modern know, Family yep. vibe. Well, the Modern Family episode was killer, but then they also did, you know, there was a Full House vibe, and, yeah. uh, you know, they kind of yep. hit on some of those middle-of-the-road things. Yeah. Yep. So, um, How mad were you when the X-Men potential crossover turned out to be a flop? So, explain that to me, because I'm a little lost. So, remember how um, when they're like, she recasted her brother, the quick, uh, it was a different Quicksilver? Right. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, you're thinking, wait, that's the Quicksilver from the X-Men movies. Right. So then the, the potentially she's opening a multiverse. 
So then right. if he is from that universe, what's stopping them from bringing freaking Hugh, freak, Hugh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman? Hugh, wow. Hugh Jackman <laughs> into this universe right. and to play Wolverine. Like that's the path they were opening up and then like right. we're freaking out like, oh my gosh, it's going to be awesome. And then the la- was it the last episode maybe? You, she, he's just no one. He's Ralph. He was Agatha's husband and they made a penis joke out of it. And it was like, what was the point of that? So it was kind of disappointing. So, hold on a second. I think you just revealed something to me. I didn't even realize. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love so, that. I love that so much so, because I like. So the like all the X Men movies, Mike, are not tied into the MCU right now. So all I, all the all the nerds want it to happen, but I don't right. even I don't even believe that. I don't think anybody actually cares. I think we all just want Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman's Wolverine Correct. in the. Oh MCU. no, that's what. Yeah, that's what. That's what we want. I mean, they they're just. They're they're hinting at Keanu Reeves playing the part, and they had some. I'm like, yo, stop! <laughs> just yeah, needs to if, be Hugh Jackman. If it can't be Hugh, you gotta wait a gener- You gotta wait for some people to die off before you can do it. Exactly, you got to. Yeah. So, so like, so this, so the whole Quicksilver thing that wasn't that wasn't him. He was just he was just they yeah, just happened was, to pick him to be in the the, the TV show, and they're right. kind of laughing at us, right? I now. think yeah. it was a giant troll. It was. So oh he he played Quicksilver gosh. in the X and some of the X Men movies, right? Yeah, I don't even yeah. know which ones. It was the, like the first class. Movies, yeah, he's in the yeah. first class group of movies, yeah. So yeah, they they were just trolling, yeah, because which it, like, I appreciate even more than a even, crossover. I mean, yeah, but I no, just didn't I mean, like the think final joke they used with him with his last name. Yeah, like that was really dumb. Like that was that was, and there's it wasn't tons unnecessary. Of, yeah, and then um, yeah, but yeah, we thought like, oh, this is the gateway. This is the multi. Because then we all know this yeah. is also super new. Your probably average audience doesn't care, yeah. whatever. But then this is also opening up the door because. And her next movie supposedly is with Doctor Strange, and that's the what is it called? Something multiverse, madness of multiverse, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah. I was really hoping for a Doctor Strange cameo. Yeah, at the end, I right. was hoping that was how they would kind of tie it off. Right, uh, definitely. But alas, I didn't get what I wanted. But I was thoroughly pleased with the series. I'm gonna be disappointed. So the last episode was titled "Series Finale." And it's not really clear if they were actually wrapping up WandaVision or if they were just playing off their whole theme of sitcoms for the season. I think the show has right. to be and done. And if there's going to be more. I don't think it does. I think with what they did with Vision at the end, which we've talked all this hardly without talking about, there was some legit phenomenal acting. Oh, yeah. Paul Bettany, who plays oh, Vision, man. who I've loved since A Knight's Tale, Dude. is fantastic. So it was great to see him oh. again. I. Yep. Elizabeth uh, Olsen takes the cake. Like she should throw her I, all the Oscars. Yes, but you know who? I, well, you don't get Oscars for TV shows, but we can mm-hmm. go ahead and give her an Emmy. Thanks, Kale, for the yeah, update. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, <laughs> and I forgive me, we're never going to get her on the podcast now. Uh, but the woman who just so wonderfully played Agatha, I love oh, her. Oh man, she's always dude. a character actress, but she always knocks it out of the park. She also uh, callback guested on Parks and Rec. I guess I talked about Scrubs and not Parks and Rec, but. Uh, she had this great like recurring arc on Parks and Rec that was phenomenal. She's just thoroughly entertaining. She steals yeah, the she show is. every time she's on her screen in Parks and Rec. And she just did a great job. She was um, like the political consultant that came mm-hmm. in for Bobby Newport was when you first found her mm-hmm. running against Leslie Nope. Okay, yeah. uh, and then she came back later to get Ben to run for Congress or whatever. Right. And she was hilarious. She, right. She usually and most of the things I've seen her in, she's usually really funny. Really yeah. like just comedic value or whatever like you know always laughing at her she's still the show that way and i y'all i had no idea when she finally revealed herself i was like i she caught me off guard 100 yeah. i will say i'm normally a step <laughs> ahead and, and i i didn't call that part of it nope. if i was a real nerd and i'm not um i would have like 
the, her name was like an amalgamation of like yeah. the bad guy's name. Like I, w- I would have caught it, right? But I, I didn't. Like the clues were there. There, if you were reading write ups and stuff, like people were there. They were ahead on it. They yeah. knew, but I no, didn't know. I love the reveal episode when she shows you how she was oh, part the, of it. That was the little brilliant. montage. And yeah. I killed the dog. It was so great. Was, and then what's funny is a lot of comments and memes. You just always like it. Always when they're talking about any, even Falcon Winter Soldier, people just go, "Nah, it's actually Agatha all along." Yeah, and that keeps getting thrown everywhere. So I'm excited to see what they do with the White Vision. I think they could parlay it into another season. But I don't know how you could make it as different. That's the thing. I don't think so, they can. Whereas now we're into Falcon and Winter Soldier, and it's just it's good, but it's standard Marvel. Yeah, the first episode was kind of boring. Second episode, may, I don't like Bucky and Falcon. Do you like Bucky and Falcon, Mike? What do you mean? Do I like Bucky? Do you Falcon? like the characters? Um, I I love Bucky. I'm not a huge fan of. I've never been a huge fan of Anthony Mackie. So well, he he's just wants to be Will Smith. Interesting. Like, every yeah. time he talks, I'm like, you're just trying to talk like Will Smith. Like, you yes, sound I've never like been him. a big fan of him. In fairness, I've, been, fan I've been trying to talk like Will Smith since Fresh Prince. <laughs> so I, you can't blame anyone for it, really. But this <laughs> have, episode have, two, have you watched, Mike? No, I have not watched yet. I have not watched. You're like not you don't care, or you yet. haven't gotten around to it. <laughs> no, no, no. I do. I just haven't haven't got around to it. Okay. Haven't got around to it. It's so, been crazy. Well, past two weeks so no spoiler alerts necessary for sure. this portion of the show because we won't spoil it for mike and come we back are if you right were gone on wandavision you can come back now it's not unenjoyable <laughs> i'll say i liked season uh, episode two better than episode one but it's not i feel like i got spoiled by wandavision where it's like this out of the box different it was thing so different and there really are some surprises for you and stuff like that right um so i'm i'm sure it's going to be good like the rest of the mcu has i'm way excited for loki oh yeah yeah, that should be good. That's, That's a series yeah, or a Loki. movie? It's a series. Okay. Series. And Black Widow is a movie? Black Widow is yes. a movie. But mm-hmm. is that movie in on Disney Plus? I think they're doing the uh, whole split thing. I think now they're going to release it to theaters and Disney Plus simultaneously. Yeah. But are we going to have yep. to pay $30 on Disney Plus like the Raya movie? I think so. How do we feel about that? I haven't watched the Raya movie or Mulan. Have you watched? I've any? watched neither. 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 $30. So here's where I'm torn on this, right? Like, I think what's so off-putting about this, like, straight-to-streaming thing where they're charging, like, a premium for it, like, I feel like we're all kind of turned off by it because, hey, I'm already paying you for your service. Right. Why do I need to give you uh, extra dollars? But we'd all pay more than they're asking if we were going to go with our our wives to these movies. Right, right. Uh, Mike and I would pay for babysitters. We'd, mm-hmm. you know, you'd get a soda or a snack or whatever while right. while yep. you're there. You're gonna spend what are movie tickets now? I wonder if the prices are gonna come down to entice people back because they had just gotten crazy. They have so bad. So I don't know. I probably shouldn't be turned off by the here's thirty bucks and you as many people as you want can sit and watch it versus just two of you going to the theater. But I am. I mean, your point probably makes it why most people should do the Disney plus because you'll spend $30 versus the tickets for five, four people is going to be a lot more expensive than just $30. Yeah. And but then are we missing out on the the, experience. the movie going experience, the, experience, the full yeah. audio and the immersion? I, I don't know. I, I kind of don't, the full movie I don't miss the movies that much. Uh, I'm, I'm, I miss it. I well, once movie pass <laughs> failed, I kind of checked out from movies. 
It, I was like, I can't pay fifteen dollars again. But we all knew it was gonna fail. Like you were, on, <laughs> I know. you were on borrowed time from the minute you I started. Sure. And I and I knew that the moment they came out with it. And Movie I was like, Pass was for the listeners that are uninitiated. Was this this deal? This company you paid what? Yeah. It was a crazy. It was like ten bucks a month or something, so, right? Yeah, it, it was, jumped, it was nuts. And you could go watch unlimited nothing. movies. Like it was never gonna be feasible. It was losing massive money from the jump, and they were hoping they would just get enough subscribers and have enough influence over theaters and studios that they'd be able to negotiate better prices and eventually they could get the prices they were paying for tickets to make it to where they could actually make some some profit off their subscribers. And it was never going to work, but it was a fun ride while it lasted. I just wish the movie theaters would have hopped on board. Because they make the, all their, their money from the popcorn and yeah. the sodas. Well, before the world yeah. ended, some, some of them had started kind of doing their own subscription service. Right, right. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. And I think that if and when they come back, I think that'll probably come back. Because I think that it's a workable model for them. Mm-hmm. But it didn't have enough restrictions. Like, I would have understood. I, I don't know. It just didn't ever seem like it was going to work. <laughs> and it, it didn't. But it was cool it at the time. It was a good yeah. idea. It was a good idea. It was a great idea. It was like, oh, this is this is... For the, for the consumer, <laughs> not right. for the investors, it was like, right. a, and then you just slowly watched it, it was go it downhill. Like, it's like, oh man, it just you knew it. It's like, oh, this is getting bad. And then all of a sudden, it was like you could watch one movie in a month, right? <laughs> with your subscription is like, oh, hold on a minute, like it was bad. I watched the whole thing just kind of implode. I was like, well, when you couldn't watch the new Mission Impossible, it never became available on the app. That's when I was like, all right, this thing is done. Because it never be, I think it was Mission Impossible Fallout. It just never became available, and I was really sad because I was looking forward to that. Yeah, the studios just weren't willing to play along. Mm-mm. So, verdict on on Black Widow: Are we paying thirty bucks to watch this thing, or we're just at some point it's just going to be there on Disney Plus? Right. I just don't know that I'm exactly. I'm in such a hurry to see it that I'm going to give them thirty bucks. I would probably only right. spend the thirty if maybe I had a couple of friends come over and to avoid spoilers. And I, I want to see it. Like, I think she's a compelling character to begin yeah. with. I think her movie's overdue. I love the idea that the dude from Stranger Things is in it. Like, I want to see him playing which, a grumpy Russian. Um, oh, the guy, uh, the police officer. Guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, great great I, TV show, by the way. Just yeah, throwing it in there. I think he's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we haven't, I mean, there's no reason we would have talked it. I'm sure we I haven't when the seen, new season comes around. I haven't but, seen the last two seasons. Oh, well, yeah. I saw season one, and that I yeah. never picked it back up. Oh, you gotta pick it back up, man! It's so good. Yeah, it's phenomenal. But <laughs> so yeah, I good. I don't think I, I it's a movie I want to see. I don't know if I would have gone to see it in the theater, even though. So I don't know that I'm the best metric. Like I probably would have waited for it. Period. So I'll probably just wait for it to be included in streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you I'm still watching? Uh, are you still watching Walking Dead, Mike? So Walking Dead for me, like ever since, uh, ever since Glenn. Uh, died on the show ever since that. I think what was that? What was that? That was like <laughs> was that, three, season? four years ago. What was that season? Season like seven or eight, something like that. I think. I think it was earlier. So, well, I think like yeah. Six so or you know, like me, like I was, I was, I was diehard fan. Like, let's go. I even went. I have, we went to the. Me and my wife took a trip to Georgia, and we got to go to all of that stuff there, and got to do a tour and everything. It was crazy. You went but on the set? Um, um, no, we didn't get to go on the set. So we got to see the outside of Alexandria, which was. Oh, so cool. So yeah. So the um, only way you can get into Alexandria is if you have like friends or relatives that live there, then they can get you in through the gate because you can, you're still allowed to go and see your friends if they live there, but never went there, but we got to see the outside of it. But uh, ever since Glenn passed away or died on the show, um, I've kind of been like in and out, in and out, in and out. So right now I did catch up 
at least to the last season. I think that's on Netflix. So I didn't watch that far. I haven't watched any of the new stuff. And I know that they're in their last, what, two seasons or something like that. It is some type of deal with AMC where they're only doing like a season or two seasons left and they're about to end the show. So I definitely will finish the show because I got to, I got to, I got to, I think, I think Rick and um, uh, Michonne will end up coming back onto the show. Michonne left that the might show be a too? Bit, that might be a little bit of a spoiler too. So you might want to put that on, the, on there as well. Fun. But yeah, she left. Yeah, she left this last How like soon after, last full season. Because Rick got on, I never I don't think I saw the episode when Rick left. I think the last episode right. I saw was when he was in that big. I think we because we used to have watch Walking Dead parties at yeah. your house. Mm-hmm. I think the last yep, episode I sure saw did. was the one where he was like in a dumps. It was like a landfill, and with the spike yeah. zombie came at him. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. You. You. He was still around for a very long time after that. Oh okay. I thought he left soon after. Yeah. That. But he's yeah, not, so what, like they left it. I I have a, I can't even remember when I ended. Yeah, I think the Jersey Negan kill Glenn. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I think the last yeah. thing I watched is when they're in the battle with Negan and the dude brings his tiger, which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, but so like <laughs> for for the longest time, I was watching like a season behind. I'd wait until it hit Netflix and then I'd watch. Right. And I, like I'm a good kid. I'm not one to whine about. Like if I'm not watching a show in real time. I'm not going to cover my ears and, and make loud noises when people start talking right. about it. Like, I know I'm opening right. myself up to spoilers. So I've, I've heard stuff since then. I know they kind of left, like Rick's exit was real ambiguous, right? Like, yeah, you don't know was, if he's yeah. dead or alive. They left that door open for themselves. Well, and Well, no, he he's, he's, I mean, he's definitely alive. He's definitely alive. Like, there's no question there. Like, he, they left him, they, they definitely put him in a way. You thought he died by the end of the episode, but then... I thought he got on a helicopter this, and left. Is that yeah? Not- there's this whole there's this whole scene. But where he was on like death's doorstep, right? He was. He was. He oh. was. Uh, See, I he was. That's why I said it was kind of. And so yeah, it's kind of yeah. So but he yeah he's he's supposed to be working on two movies for the Walking yeah. Dead. That's what it's supposed it just, to be. Yeah, oh. yeah, I can't put my finger mm-hmm. on what changed. Like I feel like it just for me it kind of crossed its expiration. Date. It did. And well, so like it, they, I just wasn't compelled to keep like for, making the time to to go back and watch. For me, it was. You know, you fall in love with these characters for seven seasons, eight seasons, right? You fall in love with these characters and then they kill them. So yeah. I'm like, you know, like now I've never watched. Um, the only show I can think of that that um, gives a great example of what I'm talking about is Game of Thrones. I've never watched it, but I know that the show will kill off main characters in a heartbeat. I've heard that people have talked about it. Oh, like they'll just I mean, kill them off. There's memes yeah. about George Martin just yeah, exactly, him just kill yeah. yeah, and so. In this show, you know, they're killing off people eight seasons in. I'm like, we've fallen in love with these characters and you're killing them. So I feel like, I mean, I know a lot of people who stopped watching it when, uh, I know I don't know if you guys can go all the way back to the earlier seasons, but um, what was the old guy's name with the Herschel. white hair? No, not Herschel. Not Herschel. It was another older guy. But Herschel's one of them. It was another, I can't remember his name. Like he got, the, the OG the, old guy. Yeah, like old yeah. guy. He got his, um, uh, the zombie ate his insides out in the field and then, they put a gun to his head. Daryl put a gun to his head and killed him. I cannot remember his name. It was my right life. with uh, Shane or Sean. What, what's his name? Shane. Shane was Shane, around still. It was, right, yeah. it was right when he became a zombie, right? It was like no, the same a season. Little bit, it, was, it was like a little bit before that. Yeah. I think it was okay. the same season. Yeah. Now, the thing but is, dude, he, when, when he left the show, people stopped yeah. watching. So, but, so you know, they, that's they, for me. They always get kind of this almost credit for like nobody mm-hmm. is untouchable. Like they'll kill off anybody. Yeah. It, but we oh, yeah. all know that's not true. <laughs> they will not kill Daryl because they'd be done. No, <laughs> they'd be done. That's, they know that's the one where it. you lose everybody. You can't you kill lose Darryl. everybody. 
Wow, this is no. They're on the last season. This is season ten, and it will conclude on April fourth. The last episode is on April fourth. Yeah. See, I think this should have been. I'll see if you guys agree, but I feel like this should have been like a six or seven season arc. Would have been about perfect. Well, that's the thing. It it just they ran out of like new things to scare us. Yeah, and things to do. And then you know the uh, guy that wrote the comic book, he ended the comic book. Yeah. So if I'm not mistaken, the comic book's done. So you oh, know, I thought it, it was just... he hadn't written the next comic books, and that's why they were struggling with the actual show because they had no more source I mean, material. Well, and I've heard good things. The, they're not, or they're not comic books in the traditional sense, right? I think they're more graphic novels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, I've heard good things about them. Yeah, my wife bought me one of them. I don't even know. I don't even know if I still have it. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good. That's it. a good woman right there. Yeah, horrible, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hus- horrible husband, Definitely. Thing, but a good horrible woman. husband, but yeah, good woman, good woman. It just yeah, and then uh, and then spoiler alert again. So then, uh, what happens is Michonne finds this this uh this piece of I don't even know what it is. She found something that is undoubtedly you know the clue to finding Rick. So then she leaves. I mean, she leaves her children and everyone to she go had find kids Rick. with Rick. She got pregnant. Yes, she oh, has wow. so Junior Rick Rick Junior. Yeah, that she called him Rick Junior. I think I think his name no, is that's just lazy, right? So we finally get rid of Carl. <laughs> Rick has oh yeah, kids. Carl died, oh, right? Oh, Carl. Yeah, Carl died. Uh, I think I remember a lot of <laughs> didn't shed a single tear. I don't remember because he got shot in the yeah. eye. How did he die oh, again? I, I felt so bad for him, bro. I felt so bad for him because the dad, he, I think, of the actor was super mad when they hey, I'm, him I'm, no, he, I, no. hey, I'm not hating on the kid, just the character. Yeah, no, he yeah, his his dad went nuts because they had promised a kid, you know, that he was going to be on the show forever, and then they killed him off. And then one day he walks into work, and it's like, oh, by the way, you're dying. How did but they he died him? a horrible. He got bit by a walker, bro. And then it's a hard they, and, then they, and then they killed him. Where where did he get bit? <laughs> on the arm, I think. <laughs> it's horrible. I don't remember that. I remember I him getting shot like, in the eye and I wearing love a that patch. It's so lame. Yeah. No, he he definitely got he definitely got shot in the eye, but he lived. He yeah, got yeah. shot in the eye and he lived. Yeah. But then they, a walker bit him, and then it was Rick. I think, if I'm not mistaken, that pulled the trigger and killed him. I've always wondered yes, if I've yes. always wondered if half the reason we hate Carl is just from the one time Rick with his obnoxious Carl when he was Carl. crying when his wife Carl. just died. Like just, yeah, God I know, forbid. But it's just like the way God he's... forbid he gets emotional for his wife oh, being killed and his son having to deliver the it. baby yeah. while his yeah. mother dies. Okay, let's be honest. We were all hoping that she, baby was going to eat her from the inside out, right? We were we all did, expecting we it. Yeah, but the way they hey, like paint, the, were painting the picture, we're like, okay, that baby is definitely a walker. Yo. Yeah. Want me, to t- want me to tell you the best episode, though? What? I got to tell you the best episode. So, well, kind of the best episode. So when Rick actually almost dies, they have this moment where he's in and out of consciousness. And as he goes unconscious, he sees all of these people who are gone. And so one of the coolest moments is Herschel recorded that scene like weeks or months before he actually passed away, what? which was super cool. That was super cool. And then and they then the best thing. In the show, yeah, bro, and then the, well, no, it just yeah, happened, and then uh, the, like before that, you're talking about before the actor died, yeah, before the actor died, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I thought died. you meant before in the show he died. I was like, that was no, 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 no sorry, ago. sorry, before the before the actor died, sorry, okay, and then you. the best scene in the whole entire whole entire TV show that we all were waiting for was he goes out of consciousness and Shane is there, and they're both in their Georgia um, police deputy outfits, and Shane says this one line. That just made, I think I teared up and he said, how's my baby girl? And it was like, oh, what? Because the kid is his. The kid is his. Like, we know that. <laughs> like, right. we all know that he was, what he was doing with his wife Jeez. was horrible. But 
No, kid is his. So when he said that, I was like, yeah, that 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 was cool. That was you'll cool. know this because you have an adorable baby girl, and as we've discussed on the pos on the uh, podcast, Josh, Josh can understand because he, you know, has I have a, a puppy. Dog. But dude, stuff <laughs> like that just hits different when you once you have oh, kids, yeah. right? <laughs> yes, okay, it does. I've realized I've 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 been growing. Okay, can I to speak to this child and when it, when you have a kid, it hits different. All right, hear me. I'm on a progress in life. I'm on an arc, right? I started with uh, dating and then engage, like you get engaged. And that's like another tier of like, oh, love, this is real. And then when you get married, like, oh, snap, this is like, wow, I, you didn't know I, could, I didn't know I could love someone like this. And then we got a little puppy. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know I could love a thing like this much. <laughs> and then I'm just thinking, imagine when I get to the next, because you always hear of like, I will kill you for my son. Like, I'm just imagining when, you, when I get like you gentlemen and I have a child like, the amount of love. So I, I've, I'm learning like, wow, how do you have this much love to spend? So I'll say this and Mike, I'd love to hear your take. Like uh, pre pre kids, I was always like, I was annoyed when parents would talk about the way, like it's you, you can't imagine it. Like I'm, I'm a pretty intelligent guy. And in my head, I'm always like, I bet I can't imagine. I bet I can't imagine it. Right. <laughs> right? Like, right. Uh, but I'll say being on the other side, I, I was wrong. Like I, I did, oh, yeah. I did not get it. I did not understand. Uh, my imagination wasn't sufficient. And so it is as much as I hate stuff like that, I, I will say it's just, I, I don't think you, you can get it till you get it. And it's not a knock. No. It's not a deficiency. It's right. not, uh, you're not capable or it's not a, it's just, it's biological. It's spiritual. It's uh it's, it's all these things and it's, it's a different mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. I definitely don't get yeah. it. Cause I'm like, I don't care yeah. right now. No, yeah, like part. you know, as, as much as much as we joke about the comparison, you know, comparing the dogs to the kids and you know, fur parents or whatever it is, <laughs> like I'm gonna guess you've never gotten up in the middle of the night solely to make sure your puppy was still breathing. No, I we did. We have we had a uh, couple weeks of that. Yeah, oh, that's problematic. What if she would eat the craziest crap and I would be up all night, scared to death? Like, I, like I would be like, is she still breathing? Like I would listen for a minute. Okay, she moved. Okay, I can go back to bed. There I was have, a couple weeks of that. I, yeah, for sure. I never, never did that with the dog. Never did that with Lainey. Not a did chance. Did Lainey but, not eat weird stuff? Uh, I mean, sure, all dogs eat weird stuff, but we never like got things up to that make you're sure like you Google it and like obviously you should never Google anything. But everything oh, no. on Google, every time she ate, like she ate half of a Nyla bone. Those are like like rubber. I don't know Nyla, whatever is a Nyla. So she ate half of that. We're like that doesn't seem like. That should be something she eats. Googled it. Google's like, hey, man, she's dead. Call the time of death right now. And we're like, frick. Nothing ever happened. She ended up pooping it out, and we found chunks of it. She also no. ate clothespins with the metal clip. And I'm like, this is going to rip her freaking intestines. Um, goodbye, goodbye, little Kuma. Up all night, late. looking over, looking over, looking over. So I get it. I get how to have kids. <laughs> no, uh-uh, no, bro. Like, Lainey, Lainey ate Elizabeth's earrings. I think she's eaten, I mean, she's all kinds of things, but we never checked on her at night. But, yo, like, Kel, as you said, getting up and checking your baby, like, we both do that continuously. <laughs> Uh, this crazy, morning, this right? morning she woke up. Yeah, this morning she woke up later than she usually does. She's usually waking up six thirty a.m. on the dot. Sloan's like up, ready to go. And this morning she didn't wake up till like eight, eight oh five, eight ten, something like that. So we both get up and we're like, "Yo, she hasn't woken up. Uh, go check and make sure she's okay." So we go over and just kind of touch her, and she starts moving. Oh, okay, she's good. She's good. She's, <laughs> so she's just sleeping real hard. That's all. She's sleeping real hard. How old is she? She is gonna be. Uh, I think she. What are we? We're in, we're 
just hit April, so I think she's going to be nine months, April 4th. Dude, you can't put yeah. a dad on the spot and ask him how old his kids yeah, are yeah, when their yeah. birthday well, is. It's not the, cool. Aren't you the couple that posts like how old they are each week? Yeah, yeah, we uh, <laughs> each minute. Hey, now each there's six hundred and forty-nine yeah, yeah. minutes. But yeah, she's she's about to be nine months. She's about to be nine months. And man, like you, uh, you, yeah, like we all were there. Joshua was like, yeah, nobody cares. But then oh, the moment, dude. like the moment that baby, like Elizabeth's like, she's kissing now, and I'm like, what do you mean she's kissing now? And I'm like, no, she's not. So I poke it up my lips at her, and sure enough, she leans in and kisses me. Oh, forget about oh, it. Man. It's a done deal. That's so it's cool, done man. Deal. No, it's funny. <laughs> our, our monitor, and I can't remember the brand, but our monitor has this artifact where, um, so it's a video monitor, and so, but you can blank the screen out, so you're just listening to it, right? So, But when you hit the button to turn the screen on, at first it flashes the last thing it saw. So there's, like a, there's like a frame or two of the last screenshot, and then it, mm-hmm. it updates to live. So it makes it really obvious if they've moved, right? Because you just kind of see that twitch. So I'm like, if right. I if it's been any amount of time, and my kids are older now. I mean, they're, you know, toddlers, but they're older now. But even now, if I fire that screen up and they haven't moved since the last time it was on, I'm like, well, got to go up, get up and sneak into the kids' room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got to go hold <laughs> a mirror under their nose. Yeah. So, But it does, like, wreck you for, like, sick or dying or suffering child storylines in television yep. and movies like 100 yep. like, percent. this is too real yep. mm-hmm. well whenever i see like a father and son like nice love story or like connection moment i get a little choked up <laughs> oh so i kind of get it uh, i kind of get it <laughs> too dark for the viewers guys <laughs> so, uh, uh yeah let's wait a few weeks to go that dark um mike did you have covid bro I had COVID. Remind <laughs> when did you have it? I remind did. remind me so, when you moved because the time all blurs together. It all blurs together. So I moved. Um, my start date here was August twenty third, and my last Sunday there, I think was I think it was that uh that that Sunday prior. So you moved, so, but you moved like in all the COVID craziness. Yeah, I did. I moved in the so, midst of all the COVID craziness. So, like, is it drastically different, like, your experience, how things are there in Pennsylvania versus how oh, they are in Florida? Oh, man. 100%. Like, I mean, it is. Like I said, we got, we got um, you know, there's at least 50, 60 students who haven't, haven't stepped a foot on campus uh, at the church since COVID started. Wow. We got, leader, we got leaders who haven't stepped on campus since COVID started. They're just, they're, they're very serious about here. Um, like our businesses and stuff is, open or like, can you guys go out are. to eat or go to the gym yeah, no, or anything yeah, yeah, like that? Yeah. Yeah. Those places are opening, but there a lot of those places aren't opening to full capacity still. They got a lot of like, a lot of those restaurants have a lot of outdoor seating. Now you can sit outside, you can still sit inside, but, um, there's outdoor seating. And then also a lot of places now you have to make a reservation. Yeah. Places that you didn't have to make a reservation at before you have to make a reservation now. Now let and me if tell you, you don't make a reservation, they won't let you come in and eat. No, there's like, absolutely nothing that I would like to do more than eat outdoors at a restaurant in Pennsylvania in the winter. I'm I, yeah. sign me up for that. <laughs> yo, the amount of people that will do it is what blows my mind. I'm like, yo, it's cold. Why are you out here? But they make it work. So I'm like, yeah. okay, but yeah, it's, it's so different. Like, you know, um, uh, that I mean, fine arts is going to be national fine arts is going to be down in Florida, and you know the so I think the sole reason is there is because 
we're Florida's open. on a whole yeah. different level with it. It's like, no, well, I mean, we, that's, no we ain't got no mask. That's everybody, though. That's the NFL, the UFC. <laughs> like, everybody's yeah. just moving their show. So, Dude, yeah, not, exactly. I love living in Florida. Fine so arts listeners, it's like the uh, Assemblies of God is a, a Christian church denomination. They do this yeah. big nationwide fine arts things where com- com- kids, they say it's not a competition, but we all know it's a competition. Yeah. Who it's says competition. it's not a competition? It's basically a, strictly a competition. <laughs> they rate you and so, score you. And, but it's actually this really cool thing. Like kids uh, present, <laughs> they don't compete, they present in all they, these different categories and it's really cool. It's, it's music and, and art and just, it's just all kinds of stuff. And man, the kids are, yeah. are talented. Did they you do. do fine arts? No, I did not. Were you ever? In I that have age no to particular it? talent to speak of. Well, we know though. that. Yeah, but I just didn't know if you were like a bush in the so, background. When, when Mike talks fine arts, that's what he's talking about. So the kids like participate yeah, at like a district or state level, and then they can yeah. advance to to nationals. And it only yeah. moves all around the country, but it's in it's in Florida pretty frequently, yep. anyways. But definitely, it but it it bounces around like between Texas and Florida a lot too. And so I think either one, you probably would have been fine in these circumstances as far as being open enough to do it. So you right. you caught the row row there or here. Say that one more time, sorry. You caught COVID there or here? Oh, no, I caught it here. So um, we I'm, I'm, so we uh, we had a little mini breakout at our church yeah. within the worship team, within the worship team. And so um, I had the worship uh, pastor and I had our tech, our, our tech pastor, our tech guy. Um, they were both in my office one day. We were watching this video for something that we were doing. And so then... Um, that next day we get reports that the worship leader who was in my office with me and that, and our tech guy with our masks off, she was, uh, having a fever. So we're like, oh man, she got a fever. So then the next day she goes in and get tested and show no, she has COVID. So then I go in that Thursday and I get tested cause, uh, she was in my office on that Tuesday. So I go in that Thursday. I'm sorry, that Monday, she was in my office on that Monday. I go he's, in and get tested on Thursday. Together. Yeah, I know I'm off the chain. I got tested on Thursday, came back negative. We were good. I was chilling. Uh, went to church because we were having a week of prayer that week. So I went to church and played drums that Friday night. As opposed and, to the weeks uh, where you don't pray. Yeah. As opposed to, <laughs> <laughs> and so I played drums that night and, you know, I was I was fine that whole week. The rest of that week went through. I was good. That Sunday came, went to service, was good. Monday came around, was good. Tuesday night, I'm walking the dog. And I as I stop and the dog's uh, peeing or pooping one or the other, I kind of started thinking to myself, "Uh oh, I don't like this feeling," and I got kind of got the chills. I'm like, "Oh, this is this is the feeling I get when I get a fever," and I'm like, "Come on, this can't be real." And so then I go upstairs, I go to bed. I'm, I got the serious chills. I can't get it out of, out of can't go to sleep. Finally, take my temperature, and sure enough, it's like 101, 102, and I'm like, "Come on!" Mm. So then I tell Elizabeth, I tell her, I was like, "I'm just go to the living room and just keep the baby away from me. You guys stay away from me. We'll see." The next day, that Wednesday, I went and got tested, and sure enough, came back positive. So, did they get it? it. Did, and, uh, did they get it or no? No, no, no. Elizabeth still has never gotten it, and Sloan never got it either. Man, so. See, that's what's that's what's crazy to me. Like, yeah, Josh, you had it. Yeah, yeah I your, had it. Your, and your, I was all up in curious. Your face. wife never caught it. Never got my it. My brother-in-law right. had it, but my sister mm-hmm. and my nephew never never caught it in the right. same household. It's a conspiracy. I'll be shocked if a a few years down the road, like as we learn more, study more. Like there's got to be some genetic component. I just don't understand how there can't be. I think because kids yeah. half Japanese and maybe they got something right over there. Yeah, I don't know. But don't Elizabeth know, but, is. Which I, uh, I mean, I stayed away from her for like seven days. Like seven yeah. days, I didn't touch Sloan, didn't really? touch Elizabeth. 
Kieran yeah, and I yeah, didn't they, even they, yeah, try I was gonna to say, stay away. Josh is like straight <laughs> newlywed. There was no distance. There no. was no room for Jesus between the two of that. them there. Hey, we're going down together. Yeah. So Yeah. And she never so got she, sick. Uh, she was we, fine. Now, I mean, you don't know that she never caught it, but she was certainly never symptomatic. She never had symptoms. Did she have to test for work? Yeah. She did. And she was always negative. So she never, she went, but did she do like an antibody test ever? No, we never did, actually. It'd be interesting to see before if she gets can vaccinated. Can take if she that had, now and still yeah, see? Yeah, I think you can go get the, the antibody test for... Uh, I have know somebody through work that they had it like six months ago, and they just had blood work yeah. done, and they still had antibodies. Oh, we should do right. that. Is that, yeah. is that a free test, or you got to pay for that? Uh, it depends. I know mm, the yeah. like the local university uh, was doing it for a while, and you could get it for free, like the antibody test. It's free. Test. We'll check it out, yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah there's, just, there's some places you can go. I got vaccinated. You can go and get it for free. You should do that with Elizabeth. See if she has antibodies too. I got my row row shots. I got my second one on Monday. You got you got the vaccination. Yeah. Oh snap! So it was it was pretty much no no factor. My wife had like a day of um of symptoms the day after. She ran okay. like a, a a mild fever and a, and a little bit of nausea. The wor- the worst part was headache. Like the headache just kept her from from being able to yeah. get comfortable. But right. that was it, one day and done, and I didn't really have anything other than arm pain. So, I mean, your mileage may vary. It's been different for everybody, and you can find all kinds of stories one way or the other. But that was that right. was my experience, like kind of. I'm correct. I'm. I don't know if it's ignorance or what. I'm kind of sketched out by the vaccine. I don't know why. So here's the thing. We we talked about this. <laughs> we should have asked this. Have you listened to the podcast, Mike? Yeah. You heard both episodes? Good kid. I heard the, I heard the first episode. I haven't listened to the second episode. Oh, here Dude, look we at go. You. Look at you. <laughs> so that's okay. Like we're talking last episode, Mike. We're talking about like how many plays we have, and Josh's like, yeah, I haven't listened. I didn't listen to any of it. Literally, our <laughs> our advertisers pay by play, Mike, and he hadn't listened to the podcast. So oh you know what I did God. that following weekend? I like every time I was leaving the house, I was like, Hey Siri, play uh, Solid Seven. I don't, think, don't say that on air, man. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't know. That's probably I think well it didn't work because as soon as I left because I have it set to as soon as I leave the house home pods, if it's playing anything, it just turns off. So it played for three seconds. Well, it turns one off. one dude at work was like, You know you you like you talk some smack about Spotify on your first episode. I'm like, Yeah, I know. He's like, You know they they own anchor, right? I'm like, Yeah, I know. He's like, You're probably not gonna make much ad revenue, are you? I'm like, No, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> so um, like free country, you can't you can't even say something half bad. Well, it's a free country, but those guys like I know, yeah. but like, come on. Host and distribute our podcast. We they love should, you, Anchor. Yeah. We love Spotify. Everybody listens on Spotify. Anchor's dope. I just don't like Spotify's UI. That's all um, I said. But um, no. So, I mean, we we talked COVID some last week. What was funny is on the podcast, before we posted it, before we posted any social media, I'm like, watch this get like those stupid COVID pop-ups on social media when we oh, post yeah. about it. And sure <laughs> enough, it did. Yeah. So I'm not putting yeah. the word COVID in the description well, on this. What's crazy is we right. I literally on our the Solid Solid 7 IG, I posted a screenshot of the episode that was going to come out and the title, it's very it's small. It just says COVID, like is in the title. And right. Instagram can read that, which I think is kind of impressive. Yeah, it's in the image. But yeah. so but we so we talked about Mike, like just how hard it is to find truth about this stupid thing. Like you can be in Apple News mm-hmm. or on Twitter or wherever you're kind of getting your your news and information. And you'll see competing stories side by side about whether the vaccination is safe or not safe, or if it's effective against all variants or not effective against all variants, and whether or not you should be wearing one mask or five masks and distance yeah. by three feet or 18 feet. Like you just see these competing stories side by side, sometimes from the same sources, just right. in a different period of time. So it's so tough to find truth. So like where I landed on the vaccines is 
Like all I can do is trust smart people, right? I've got a, a, a very, very close friend uh, that's a doctor, um, smartest person I know. I probably said the same thing last podcast. And he's like, hey, I, I took it. I'm encouraging my family to take it, my parents to take it when they get a chance. Whatever vaccine they can get their hands on, take it when you can get it. Um, somebody else I follow, again, I probably said it last podcast, Peter Atia. He makes he's big in the podcast circuit, really smart guy, really intelligent guy. Uh, medical doctors, same thing. I took it. I'm encouraging my family to take it. I'm encouraging my parents to take it. What research I could do on my own and separate it from the media, from people who like work in development of these things is like, hey, we didn't cut corners on the testing. It's not new science. We've been working on mRNA, which the Pfizer and Moderna are mRNA vaccinations. There's something different about uh, Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca, and I don't know what, and I'm not going to pretend I do. But that technology has been in testing and development for over a decade. And so everything I could find that seemed to be unbiased was that the corners weren't cut in the testing. It was cut in the bureaucracy. Like normally these things take so long to get to market because we've got to get through all this bureaucratic red tape. And then we've got to raise money to fund it. And like this time the money's all there. Everybody's like, we'll pay you up front. Just make this happen. And all the bureaucracies are removing the red tape. So it's like, just do your trials, get them done, present your data, present your evidence, and let's go. And that's how they got them out so quick. So between just trusting smart people, some of whom I know, some of whom I just know by reputation, and then what little bit of, I feel like, unbiased research I could find myself made me comfortable with doing it. Which one did you get? Uh, we ended up getting Pfizer. It was a weird experience because like, we we know people who went to the same vaccine site as us on different days, and they got like Johnson & Johnson. So it's just it's just luck of the draw. Whatever's in stock, whenever you go. Don't people... I feel like... I Correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like people have been wanting the Johnson & Johnson one because it's only like a one shot. It's one shot, yeah. yeah. And it's, as I understand it, it got knocked a lot at the front, and some people are still hesitant to take it. Mm. Just like, oh, it's not as effective. But again, as I understand it, it's 100% effective at preventing serious illness and hospitalization, which that's kind of the whole ball game. Right. And I've even yeah. seen some data here recently. I feel like where the long it becomes more effective. They're finding the longer you're into it. Mm. Right. So. So I I don't know. That's where I'm not telling anybody they they should or shouldn't. All I can share is my experience and how how I arrived at the decision. Are you going to get the vaccine, Mike? Since you've had it, um, no, probably not. Um, I know that obviously you know the antibodies only last what three month three months I think after you have it. Well, I don't know. I know somebody months. like I said they got blood work. I don't know like a week ago and six they're, month, they're six months post six months out, so they're still there. But so, the, um, the data I've seen is that. Um, and I don't know how I don't know the bio, like the biological mechanism. I don't know why or how this would be the yeah. case. But what I'm seeing is that the vaccines are offering better protection than like actual infection does. Mm. Yeah. And then gotcha. there were reports out just today because, of course, we're getting more and more de- as more and more people are vaccinated and they're farther into that period. We get more information. Right. So even yeah. the the companies developing these are continuing to track even, um, you know, like their phase three trial people. Um, and there was data out just today or yesterday where it was either about Pfizer or Moderna or both, but even six months out, they're seeing like 90% efficacy of these vaccines. So they're, I know what that word means, but Mike was wondering what that word means. Like it's still effective at preventing, like it's still doing its <laughs> oh, job yeah, see, Mike, it at a 90% it. level yeah, yeah. six months out. So they're, they're really hopeful that it's going to kind of be <laughs> like some, some lasting impact. 
Gotcha. On the vaccines. So. Uh, as of right now, no, neither one of us are looking to get it. But I mean, with the rate everything's going, I mean, maybe we might not have a choice. <laughs> Because you might need a passport I mean, to show that. Yeah, you, that. Yeah. And then, like, New York, what, April 2nd, tomorrow, there's goes into effect that you can't come into New York unless you're vaccinated. So, like. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's the hot topic, <laughs> right, is these vaccine yeah. passports. Yeah, vaccine God bless passport, DeSantis. Yeah. I might get canceled for saying that, but. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, New York's rolling theirs out soon. Um, mm-hmm. There's talk of, like, the airline industry doing mm-hmm. their own, yeah. which, what yeah. a mess that, like. And and let's talk about whether or not the vaccine passport should even be a thing. But if it if it does become a thing, like if it's going to be segmented, if I've got to have one app or passport for a plane and one app or passport for New York, like that's problematic in and of itself. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, then of course you know we're down here in Florida, and it's such a weird experience um, living in Florida through all this and seeing the national media about DeSantis and what what a wreck and how mismanaged Florida has been through this. And then if you're living here, we're chilling. Yeah. Wow. Like looking at it objectively, if if you can, there, there are certainly people who are political ideologues who are super pro DeSantis because there's an R after his name and super hate him because there's an R after his name. But if you kind of weed those people out and you just look at the experience of it and the results in Florida, like it just yeah. feels like he's really done a good job of yeah. balancing between because you can't like the the health and well-being of your people there are considerations beyond these medical considerations right like you do still have to be able to to eat and keep a roof over your head and provide for yourself and there is something yeah. to be said for human interaction right and so yeah. it just feels having been here and lived through it i haven't felt unsafe i haven't felt like it's been unreasonable I would say I probably live in a relatively conservative area of of the state, though I think we I think my county actually went blue in the presidential election. It did, which surprised me a little bit. Um, but you you go out and it's 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 been relatively reasonable. You go outside and a lot of people aren't masked. Some are, but I when I'm inside, if I go grocery shopping, anything like that, everyone most, has a mask. almost everybody's wearing yeah. wearing a mask, and it's not mandated. Right, because it it can't be like there's no state mandate, and the state even said municipalities you can't like fine people for not masking. Right, um, but it's just people are just kind of being reasonable, and I know this sounds crazy, but just as adults, they're kind of determining their own level of risk, right? Of what they're yeah. comfortable with, like there hasn't yeah. like and I was just in Wawa it. and everyone had a mask on, and it's like it's just like I'm annoyed by masks mostly because it fogs my glasses. That's the only reason yeah. why I'm annoyed by it. But everyone just wears it, and it's not a big deal. Um, so it's just been weird, like seeing how the, the national media reports on mm-hmm. Florida and DeSantis in particular, but then actually being here and experience it, like the experience here isn't what they're reporting. I mean, right. I was just in New York in January and it was night and day difference. Like yeah. every, oh, yeah. you drive down the road, everything's open in Orlando. It's great. But then in New York, so many places were closed and yeah. gone, not just closed, gone. They closed yeah. shop. They're out of business. Yeah. And it was sad. It was not New York City. But so, Mike, I don't know if you would have heard this being up there in Pennsylvania now, but DeSantis has come out and he's he basically, like he's taking executive action to see say these vaccine port passports won't be a thing in Florida. And, of course, executive action, whether it's state or federal level, is limited in its scope. So he said, right. as, fu- as much as I can do, 
executively to say this isn't going to be a thing or a requirement in Florida. I'm also encouraging the state legislature to then pass actual legislation to say this won't wow. be a thing in Florida. Oh wow! And I'm wow. I'm super relieved. I'm I'm torn. I'm super relieved by that. Um, so you know, I I fall kind of like in this conservative libertarian category, right? Where um, like I think businesses should have a lot of leeway to decide. Private businesses, what they require, mm. who they do and don't want to do um, business with, um, I, I think they should have a lot of leeway. So if a business wants to require a mask, if they want to provide proof of a vaccine, um, then I'm like, hey, whatever, because then I can make the decision whether or not I want to do business with you or if I want to do business elsewhere. But to me, it becomes really problematic when it's like, can can I or can I not participate in everyday life. Do I not have freedom to travel? Can I not visit a government building? Can I not visit a public space? To me, now you're getting into some constitutional issues, some constitutional problems where it's like, well, yeah. no, my my medical records, my medical well-being is private. That's always been a thing. Like HIPAA laws are a thing. You have no right to my medical information. Right. Uh, you know, if we want to make it a little Christianese, it does start to get a little bit of, of Mark of the Beastie, right? Do I have to show you this barcode so yeah. that I can do business, so that I can do transactions? Mm -hmm. It gets really weird for me, really gray area when it's like, okay, the airlines are, are private businesses. So can a specific airline say, no, we don't want you to fly on our planes that we own, that we've invested in, in, in this business that we've built without proof of this thing? Um the libertarian side of me says kind of, well, yeah, okay, that's your call. I can go fly with somebody else or not. But then if they're, if they're all doing that, then I really don't have that option. And there is like this, this right to travel that I have, but do I have a right to their mode of travel? Maybe, maybe not. So um, would I have a problem with it if that was a, like a federal regulation, a TSA requirement or regulation? Yeah, I definitely would. But then what's, and it kind of gets into like the whole freedom of speech argument that's going on right now with, oh, well, these are private companies. These social media companies are private companies. So freedom of speech doesn't come into play because that limits the government. But now they've got so much reach and they've got so much power and they kind of are the private square. So it really, really starts to get tricky of what, what does and doesn't apply. So it's like, oh, the TSA isn't requiring these passports to travel, but if every airline is, it's just this de facto requirement. Uh, so it, it, it's really nuanced and challenged, but I, I, I yeah. do just feel like it's, it's a slippery slope. I mean, it does. And I certainly don't want to downplay any kind of experience of like concentration camps or actual like Jewish ghettos or anything like that. But it does start to feel a bit like kind of a papers, please kind of moment. But um, like, I just, Am I wrong to say this? Like, I don't feel like this virus merits all this. Like, I'll take my 97, 99, whatever percentage survival rate chances, right? Like, this isn't the bubonic plague. Like, it's it's serious. Not saying it's not serious. There are people that died, and the technology all that is, would be dumb. There, it is, it is killing. But at the same time, like, I don't know. If you're over 65, you probably shouldn't go on an airplane, you know? But, like... I'm 20. without being vaccinated. Right. I'm 29. Like, well, and even, okay. So this is getting into a little bit of semantics, but like, if you're going to be in an enclosed space, uh, an airplane right. where all of the, the 
the air in the cabin is recycled. Recycled, yeah. Like every they, so many seconds, it's probably the safest indoor space to be in. Right. Honestly, yeah. they and when you get on it, the fight, couple fights I've been on since yeah. COVID started, they they are touting like we have the best filtration HIPAA yeah. filters ever on this. But airplane. but point taken. Well, and then they get so crazy about it, and so just imagine them with these vaccine passports. Mike, do you oh, know who? Man. Have you heard of Rob O'Neill? Do you know who Rob O'Neill is? Uh. Uh-uh. So Rob O'Neill is this retired Navy SEAL. He was on uh, SEAL Team 6, which isn't SEAL Team 6 anymore. It's Dev Grew, and then even the name has changed again, and it's not so public now. Cool. Uh, but he's Rob O'Neill was doing real secret squirrel stuff, but he was he was on the mission, and he put rounds into Osama, right? That's Rob's claim oh, to fame. Dope. Dude, this oh, guy had, like, top-tier preferred flyer status with Delta, and post like one pick with his mask off or something like that. I'm and he was annoyed. like eating or drinking something banned. Can't fly on Delta. Rob O'Neill can't fly on Delta. I'm not surprised because this is not the same at all. But like my dad worked for Delta and uh, like three days after he passed away, they killed our insurance. Nothing else. Like we were on our own three your days da- after he passed. away. Your dad died. Yeah. I have I not to- brought that up? I'm yet sorry today, to hear that tonight. Buddy. Yeah. So it was 15. Do you want to talk about it? Someday. One day, guys, I'll make you all cry. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you're in the Northeast, Mike. Yeah, I mean, you guys could conceivably, like, you want to take a long weekend? You want to go hang in New York City? You going to download the the passport and show them a negative <laughs> test to get into town and hang out? Uh, I Probably not. I, <laughs> the I, sad I, thing <laughs> is that I want to go. Like, we, like I was I was wanting to try to take Elizabeth at one point. Hey, we're, we're like, we drive over to Jersey. There's a, a train we can jump on right over in Jersey that takes us over in an hour. So I was like, oh, wow. damn, let's do it. But dope. no, you know, like, it's like, I'm not even trying to be anything about that. So it's sad because we are so close to New York. So I feel like yeah. it's just easy for it to just make its way over here as well. So I'm like, man, like, oh no. But at the same point, you know, after him, what you just said, Kel, like looking forward, you know, if this, you know, if this thing does happen or something like that goes that way, you know, I am, I probably will call you up and be like, hey, you know, walk me through this thing because- I've never looked at it that way. I've never looked at it from, you know, just listening to people who are smarter than I am, just listening to them talk about it. So I've just only heard, you know, the people who don't want it talk about it. I've never really listened to people who've got it. And, you know, I know who that best friend is you're talking about. So I was reading a lot of his posts, too. Yeah. So like, man, maybe maybe there's something we should talk about, you know, whatever. But I know um, Elizabeth's sister got it. And she's the only one as far as close family. I don't know if anyone in my actual direct family has gotten it. But, you know, so we we. we we gonna just chill. We gonna we we're not going to New York anytime soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just nothing in New York that I need to see so bad that I'm willing to like violate my my medical privacy rights. To yeah, yeah. When I yeah. got off, when Kira and I got off the plane in January, I think it was the National Guard. Someone was right at the gate, Gosh. and I was mad. They like made us fill out all this stuff. They wanted to know the seat number I was in on the plane, the seat number. And it was like, and it was all required fields. And yeah. I was annoyed the entire time I was filling it out. We had friends visit from, from Boston a few months ago and they tested before they came and, and all that kind of, th- kind of thing. Um, but they got here and they, they were just flabbergasted. Like they weren't off put that they, but they were just shocked. They're like, so, so you guys are just, you're just like open, huh? Yeah. It's awesome. I'm like, yeah, it could be crazy, but what we've done is decided to let, free American adults determine the level of risk that they are comfortable yep. with. Like when yep. Disney opened up back here in Orlando, people were mad at it. I'm like, hey guys, you don't have to go. Yes. If yeah. they want to go, they can go. 
It's a free country. Exactly. And I think there there is a point coming where the vaccine's essentially available to everybody who wants it, mm-hmm. regardless right. of circumstance, age, whatever. If you want it, you can go and get it. And once we're a few weeks into that, my thing is like, if if you're not going to get it, then you've decided that that's a level of risk that you're comfortable with. Yep. And let's yep. carry on. There's this little side caveat, right, uh, of the more people have it and are exposed to it, the more potential there are for these deviations, for these variants, and the variants may tend to become more transmissible. When you look at pandemics throughout history, uh, like it's it's bad biologically for the virus if they kill their hosts. Like that's not their goal. So they tend to maybe become more transmissible, but but safer. They don't tend to get more dangerous. That would be a, an aberration. So they might become more transmissible, like the UK variant that there's out right now and the South African variant and this Brazilian variant. They all look like they're more transmissible, and then it's kind of up in the air, I feel like. I've seen reports that they they are more deadly uh, and that they aren't, and then you can find varying reports on whether or not they are vaccine-resistant or not. It seems like the UK variant really isn't that all the vaccines are doing good with the UK variant. Uh, but so the more people are exposed to it, these people that decide not to get the vaccine because they're at lower risk, yes, they might not die from getting it, but they might be that one that the they develop the variant that transmits to the next person and, and causes it to become vaccine resistant. So it's, it's probably populous at large. The more people that get vaccinated and can't ever be infected, it's probably better for, for everyone. Um, but you know, like we don't do, uh, you know, like might is right. Like we, we don't do the majority doesn't get to vote away the rights of the minority. Right. And I just don't feel like any percentage of us, whether it's 51% or 99% get to vote to force anyone to, mm-hmm. to take a shot or take something into their body that they, they don't want to. I just don't see where we have that right or authority. I think that's probably where I'm at on the vaccine. It's like, there's it, the, because of the push towards this uh, this passport, it's making me become stubborn and not like, okay, you're making everyone get it. I don't want it now. Yeah, and, I don't care I, if it'll give me a million dollars. I don't want it. And I just don't see any way that doesn't kind of like create this caste system of you know where like you're you're privileged if you have the vaccine and you're disadvantaged if if right. you don't. Right. But, but counterbalanced with, I just still feel so strongly like. As a private business, you get to determine who you want to do business with and not. Sure. Yeah. And so if you yeah. want to say, hey, if you if you want to come in my restaurant and eat, I, I would like for you to show a passport. Okay, well, I'm yeah. well, then I'm, I'm going to go to the Greasy else. Spoon down the street that won't require yeah, that. Right. And, yep. Did you see the video on CNN of that one? I don't know if she was a doctor or what, but she was with uh, Andrew, not Andrew Cuomo, the brother. Who's the ink, CNN anchor? Nah, I don't know. Whatever his name is, the brother Cuomo. Um, she was saying that like they need... It's it was like weird because she's like so many places are opening up. It's going to be hard to convince people to vaccinate because if they're saying, "Oh, look at all these freedoms I can have because it's open," why would I need to get a vaccine? But we need to like balance it out and like yeah. let people know that you know you need a vaccine because if you you can't have all those freedoms unless you have a vaccine. And it was like no one was ama- alarmed that she was saying this. And I'm like, wait, hold up. Well, when what's funny is to me probably what has been the ga- the greatest detriment is all of this stuff of like, even if you get vaccinated, you still have to mask, you still have to distance. Right. So like, I'm going to go and get the vaccine and then absolutely nothing changes. What's, Correct. What's the point? Like when what's I had point? COVID, I was waiting for my little card that I could just wave when I walk into Publix and then they all look at me for not wearing a mask and I can just wave this card and go, hey, I had it, I'm good. 
Yeah, like the running joke is, you know, getting a T-shirt. I have antibodies. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I was waiting for that shirt to come in the mail. And so to be yet. clear, if I make that shirt, you will both buy that from me? Or? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Add it to yep. the Patreon. Dude, Solid, Solid 7, Solid 7, 7 podcast. <laughs> I have antibodies. Yep. I have antibodies. Uh, dude, Mike, we do like for our Patreon supporters. So there's a few different tiers, right? There's like a, a $1 tier, which is basically like I'm broke, but I want to help you guys out. You get nothing yeah. for that tier. Like you get to just keep listening to the podcast. And yeah. then there's a five five dollar tier solid five where you get some extra audio right so we'll have you hang gotcha. with us when we're done and we record some okay. extra audio for those guys and it just goes yeah. on to patreon and then the ten dollar supporters they get that extra audio and we've talked about doing some other extra stuff for them but they get a mug and it's yeah. it's super well, cool. cool right it's actually like a pretty dope yeah. mug we need to put i need to post a picture yeah of it it's got the podcast IG. logo yeah. on it and then it says uh because you know our stick is basically like we're a better than average podcast, but just yeah, barely. Yeah, That's yeah. why we're a solid seven. And yeah. uh, so the the mug says on it like uh, a better than average coffee mug, and then t- small underneath it says but just barely. So <laughs> that the I have antibodies T shirt can be our next. Oh like it, our yeah. next piece of merch. Oh yeah, definitely. We're gonna have a whole merch line with our four fans. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, yeah both people can buy. <laughs> Our moms and like, Mike. I thought yep. about subscribing yep. to our ten dollar Patreon just so I could get the mug, <laughs> but then I'm like, wait a minute, I'm paying yeah, myself hey, to hey, pay for the mug Patreon because I'm sure you're listening, right? So we're doing the merch through Patreon. It's a thing they they offer, and you pay a little like you they get an extra cut of your income to which, offer merch, which makes sense and fair. I'm cool with it. They're like, hey, if you want samples of your of your merch, like email us at merch at patreon.com and let us know. Dude, I've emailed them. Multiple, oh, they still haven't contacted multiple you. Multiple times, nothing. Didn't we talk about this in no response? Episode two or one. So what I'm saying is, to our ten dollars Patreon supporters, when you get your mug, if you really love it, you'll send them to me, Josh and I. <laughs> yeah. So that we can have. So we're gonna end up with these supporters that have these solid seven podcast mugs, and we're not gonna have any mugs. Jeez. Exactly. We're gonna be drinking out of I don't know paper cups like IKEA chumps. cups. Yeah. <laughs> I, de- I definitely got to get me one of the mugs, though. I got to get one of the mugs. You got you well, to support on Patreon. There's, there's, yeah. there's only make that one way. Dude, this has be f- been fun. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, bro. Mike, remember when you hated me? Um, yes, I do. <laughs> Dude, I was telling someone <laughs> I, about that the other day. I, you and I, I did you. not get along. I, I hated you, and I was terrified <laughs> of kill. You even admit it. I hated <laughs> you. and I hated you, and I was terrified of kill. Yep. I remember all of this. You were terrified of Kale? <laughs> oh, yes. I was never scared of you. 100%. I have worried about yeah. it because most people that know Josh have gone through a hating Josh period. And if that happens with our listeners, we've got a real problem. Most maybe people, that's why it <laughs> dropped off from maybe. episode one to two. Hate, hate is a strong word. That's a strong word. I no, just, just but like, like you, you. I interned I for you. Mike. I interned like because you were an assistant to the pastor. And then I interned yeah. for mm-hmm. your ministry. And I was right. a first year. And uh, right. I interned under you, and you and I just did not click. We did not agree on anything. Uh-huh. I thought the way yep. you did things, I was like, why are you doing like this? And I would question every yep. decision you'd make <laughs> and get on your everlast nerve. And right. you just could not wait until I left. And then and then the second my second year, I went to a different group, to a different ministry. Yep. And then like it was like all cylinders fired on yep. suddenly out of yep. nowhere. And you were sitting there with, with your <laughs> boss going like, what the heck? Where was this guy? 
yeah. a year ago. And but now <laughs> well, we're good the, friends. The we point were... here being that the less you have to interact with Josh, the more you'll like him, which is why we'll only uh, ever be a weekly podcast. Correct. You don't want too much of this. Kira's like, uh, are you going over to Kale's now? Thank God. Uh, yeah, bro. I so that was how our how me and Josh's uh whole story went, right? Like you're under the middle school ministry. And right. then, you know, you it was mainly Josh that you just didn't you didn't like rapids. You didn't you shouldn't have been there. You right. I just I wanted I wanted yeah. the high school and they gave me middle school to right. think that right. would make me grow as a person. Exactly. And I proved them <laughs> wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it was, proved miserably. them way wrong. We proved you're one of the first people to go, This is a dumb idea. Don't do I this. got but I get they, why you guys are doing this, but it's stupid. Yep. It's just and then they, and they finally, you know, realized it didn't work. But Kel, what happened between me and you is I was I was an intern and I sent you an email and I sent you an email and Mike, first of all, I'm sure your email was, just, was horribly composed. Oh, horribly, horribly written. <laughs> I don't even, you don't have to finish. It's like, fine. <laughs> like, like, the, like, 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 like it was so bad. We're like a five-year-old wrote it, like <laughs> missing words, everything. And Kale just literally says, I want you to read this, try again and send me another email. <laughs> I was like, amazing. dang. And I was just terrified of him. Just terrified. And it was, I, we just never had any type of interactions. And then I can't remember what happened. I don't remember if it was something you said to Pastor Daryl or something you said to someone. And I was like, yo, I like Kale. Like, Kale's funny. So, and also, I also knew you were extremely smart and intelligent. So I was just like, yo, I don't. Okay. Not, Dude, that, not that. Let me, let me, pushed out let me the preface this, head though. head is growing so large right now. Let me, let, me, let me preface this real quick, though. Like, Kale, you never once made me feel less than. I was just. I was just in that mode where it's like he's super smart and I'm just nobody. He was building you up. But eventually, you know, eventually, you know, I you started making me laugh. I got to he know tears you. Tears you down. Like, no, Kale's, build you Kale's, up. Kale's, I'll Kale's say, the real deal, so it was this, awesome. <laughs> this wasn't unique to me, Mike. I'll, I'll say that we all now. I, I'll, so our the the youth ministry that we all worked in together had a, a large internship program. Still does. It's it's really cool. It's great, and it mm-hmm. it cranks out a lot of people working in, in full time ministry. And some people just do it as yeah. a like an experience to. Uh, to serve in ministry for a couple of years while they while they do the college thing and, and then they move on and mm-hmm. that's that's cool too. Um, but I would say my my standards for for interns tended to be a little higher than others. Yeah, I tended to not be mm-hmm. be quite as soft. Um, right. And I I never even sometimes maybe when I should have felt bad about that I, I never really felt bad about that and I think ultimately maybe it brought some uh, some balance to some of the more merciful oh, yeah. experiences you guys felt, but. Um, yeah. I, I always felt, and I think we all saw this, Mike, and I, I think history has kind of borne that out with where you're at now, just saw, you know, really more potential and capability in you than you saw in yourself. Um, you know, and to me, just holding to that standard of going, you know, no, you're capable of more than what this is right now. You've just mm-hmm. been able to get away with it before was really where I was at with that. And, and I think, you but know, you did that in the most demeaning way possible. Uh, he just said I did not. Oh, I know. I did I'm just, I'm just I mean, did I ever make an intern cry? Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, How much time you got? Guys? Was it was it always warranted? We're, at a, no. we're, at a, we're about at an um, hour and a half. How much time y'all want to stick around here? Oh, uh, nice kill has so, been. But no, man, dude, it's <laughs> awesome to see where you're at, and we've become you know yeah. such good friends. We've all made the cycle of being in weddings together and not cranking out kids mm-hmm. now and all that stuff. And Puppies. I mean, we, to be clear, we hate you for moving away. Yeah. Um, freaking. But, and mostly because we miss your wife. Um, she's the one we like. But, I just miss our little oh, walking yeah. dead parties. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be walking dead. Yeah. We could have had WandaVision but, parties. I mean, that's true. That's full true. Full circle. We so, 
How we yeah. started is how we're going to end. Yeah. <laughs> but no, we are long. Mike, thanks so much for coming on. Will you come back, man? Will you do this again with us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, yes, please. Now, unless we get like zero plays, in which case we will we'll never invite you back. But thank you so much yeah, for coming. <laughs> thank you, listeners, man. We love you guys. Please continue to to listen and share. and Listen? Listen. <laughs> um, that's the Dutch listen. for listen. Uh, but... Uh, listen, share, rate, uh, review. I think we've said it before. I think only Apple lets you rate and review. But yeah, I commented uh, on our, on our <laughs> iTunes. Uh, so far, it's all five star <laughs> reviews. Which again, it's, it just yeah. means the haters don't care enough to tell anybody Correct. they hate us. Uh, but keep those coming. That really does help. It helps with the advertisers. But really, the best thing you can do is just share and tell your friends if you would please. Um, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, solid seven, the number podcast on both those patreon.com slash solid seven in the podcast. If you want to support, we certainly appreciate all that. Mike, you got time to stick around and do a, a little recording for our Patreon supporters. Oh, oh, of course. Yes, let's do it. Maybe, maybe we'll drop them a fresh, uh, Pierre track on there. I don't know. Um, refresh. Well, maybe we'll do a few bars. See, have you I know, wrote any new I know music real quick, real quick? I, ha- I have not wrote any new music. You did, I'm you did on horror on story and then you were out. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Chopped one track and I was out. You have been a little busy. A little busy. You only moved across uh, the country. So, no big deal. But no, Mike, we love you. Listeners, we love you. We'll see you next week. We're out. See ya. We're out. Yeah.